Bogside Publishing Field Books. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to NSPS Radio Hour. You are listening to us live today. We have had a few weeks when we, well, we were alive. We just weren't doing live shows. And uh, welcome welcome back, David. Glad that David's feeling better. I know he's not completely better yet, but, David, we always thinking about you and glad to have you back in the saddle, so to speak. So we're ready to go for a, another year of live shows now, so that'll be fun. So I guess it's a little late, but welcome, everybody, also to 2018. I uh Rich Rich Radke, by the way, is my guest today. Welcome, Rich. Um, Hello. Good good morning and Happy New Year to you, Kirk. And for those who are regular listeners, you'll remember Rich has joined me on the show before. Rich is with with Survey Stars, and we're going to talk about some of the things we talked about before, follow up on those, and and, uh, get further in. But what I was going to say, Rich, is every time I see that 2018 on there, it reminds me that that puts me into my 70th, 70th year. So... Uh, oh boy! I guess that's a good thing, but some days it doesn't feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, it's you know as they say, it's all about how you feel, right? It's all about that's how exactly you feel. right. Yep, that's that's for sure. So that's what we all hope for. We can continue feeling well. But uh, just as a reminder, Rich, for uh, perhaps those who haven't didn't hear the show you were on before, but even for those who did, just to follow up on on the kind of work that you guys do and, and some of the things you've been doing uh, with regard to uh, surveyors. Sure, absolutely. Well, thank you again for having me. It's always, uh, it's always a pleasure, and this has been a, a, good, um, a good medium to get information out and, um, and answer questions as follow-up and so on. Uh, so, surveys, so I lead a, a company called uh, STARS Technologies. We have a platform called SurveyStars, and SurveyStars is a software uh, a software platform built for land surveying and engineering companies. And um, just to kind of give you the quick 20,000-foot view, SurveyStars is, um, is a software as a service model, so it's a web-based platform. And, um, and, and what, it really, what we really focus on is we really focus on helping companies drive productivity and drive efficiency in three sort of macro categories, your business management, your operations management, and your field management. And uh, what I mean by that is is clearly uh, leveraging technology to help you uh, manage your business better, understanding the, the uh, concepts that are important to uh, key, you know, KPIs, key goals, analytics, statistics, and helping you manage at the, at the um, management or ownership level. Uh, operational management is just the day-to-day blocking and tackling, and we we leverage help you leverage technology to really drive efficiency and automation in every step of the process, from taking a new job into your organization, all the way through to billing, invoicing, um, taking deposits, and closing that job or project out. And then, lastly, field management. Obviously, that's a very very important piece of the puzzle for for most, if not all, survey land surveying and engineering companies. So understanding your field activities in great detail, understanding uh, your, your, the P&L of your, of your crews, understanding how long it's taking them to new projects, being able to communicate and connect them to the office mobily, being able, having them be able to access documents, information, and so on and so forth. 
um, mobily is, is the key. So, again, business, operations, and field management, and that process of taking a new job on all the way through to final um, to taking deposits, closing that job out, storing it, and, and then STARS also becomes your your filing cabinet in the sky, for lack of a better term, to help you uh, help you leverage the work you've done far into the future. And and last but not least, I would just say, and this comes up a lot in the business discussions, is we think that um, you know we think that STARS really help helps companies uh, when it's all said and done qual- quantitatively to drive top line revenue, bottom line profitability, and last but not least enterprise value or the value of your organization. So that's the uh, 20,000 foot view, Kurt. Yeah, and that that's good to, a good way to start because it sort of captures a, a lot of the different things that you're doing. And one of the questions that came up when you were going through the list there, uh, when you were talking about operations, is there any component on it related to personnel in any way or tra- that kind of thing? Yes. Yes. So, um, well, personnel, you know, there's a lot of things, right, that we measure on, on the personnel front. So uh, STARS really, um, when you when you get trained and are onboarded onto STARS, um, you know, it's, it's, um, it doesn't, you know, a lot of people think, well, does it take over my, my business? You know, really what we built is a, a technology platform that allows you to just operate your business better we don't you know we don't mandate that you make tons of changes in your process you know you can you can obviously adjust your process to leverage the software but around personnel certainly we have um, the ability and and consistently are um, helping our our licensees measure their folks in the field and how well those folks are doing uh, connecting them to the uh, documents, connecting them to the um, information, which allows them to be better uh, in the field. We also have, uh, and, and most recently, actually, we've rolled out, um, we're rolling out actually a set of modules to capture um, to capture time and activity in really every aspect of the business, meaning your draft drafting, your CAD techs, your your research folks, your administrative folks, your PLSs, your pre-checkers, whatever whatever roles you have within your organization, we've built uh, a set of time allocation modules where, um, in essence, Kurt, you're checking in and checking jobs out as you work on them. And what that allows companies to do is it really allows them to, uh, if they choose to, really man, man measure, if you will, how their all of their folks are doing, how long it's taking, are they quoting jobs correctly. Um, and, and it's also allowing them to also assess, you know, the, the talent and, and the folks they have in their organization, which allows them to then put a plan together, if you will, to, you know, co- coach up the folks that are not doing as well as they'd like them to do, and then obviously reward those folks that are, uh, are really not going to cover off the ball. Right. Now, does there, is there any component to it? Because the, the reason I'm asking this question is I'm sure – as you've had conversations with people, you are aware that now, maybe all the time, but certainly now, uh, finding replacements or finding people to fill jobs, whether they're replacing someone or they've they've done enough, well enough to create new positions, uh, in particular on the on the technician side. Um, uh-huh. Right now, what I'm hearing from people is it's really difficult to find folks to fill those technician jobs um, that. 
have the right capabilities you're looking for, or even if you're going to try to train them, it just seems as though right. that that's one of the hardest things that people are. Are you hearing that from people too? Um, yes, we we do hear the challenge of, of finding talent. I mean, and and you know, you really, quite frankly, I, I come from the background of of the financial business, but I've worked with a lot of middle market small, middle market, um, and, and even larger corporations. And I will tell you that that's the challenge that every single company has in every single industry across the country is finding great talent. And um, it, the, the things that we talk, to, we talk about, though, as it relates to talent is, you know, you can bring on really good talent, but if you don't have a structure and a process to how you're operating your business that is repeatable and scalable, uh, you know, you can bring in really good talent, and they can be less effective in your organization than they should be. And so, we don't spend a lot of time right now, at least, Kurt. Now, we've we've talked about some things uh, going forward in the future for the Stars Network, but today we don't we don't have um, a, a great deal of focus on helping companies find talent or or identify talent or what have you. What what we what we've done instead is said. You know, we will help you make your talent and your process as efficient and as repeatable and scalable as possible so that as you do bring in new people, you know, it's sort of a plug-and-play operation. Right. And that actually makes a lot of sense, too, because if if your structures aren't right or your processes aren't set up to be uh, efficient and productive and accomplishing those goals uh, – Regardless of how talented your people are, that's probably not going to happen. So that I, I certainly get that. That makes sense. Well, and, that, and I will tell you a perfect example of that is we, we've gotten quite a, a quite a number of companies that have come to us um, from folks who have been at companies that are already on stars, and for whatever reason, they either you know want to seek new employment, maybe that company. Um, you know what? Ha- whatever happened, they moved on. They they've decided to go to another company. Maybe there's a, a more unique opportunity for them elsewhere, and they resurface at another company that is not running on the Stars platform. And and I will tell you that generally speaking, it takes only a few weeks to a month or so once these people settle in, where they sort of raise their hand and say, "Hey guys." Um, you know, unless this company has spent a lot of money developing their own proprietary system, they sort of raise their hand and say, boy, I think there's a better opportunity for us to operate and really leverage technology. And we get a lot of those phone calls where people say, hey, I was at XYZ company, I'm now at ABC company, and we just don't have a a system or a process, and we would really love to uh, talk about licensing stars. So that's been really beneficial for us, and I think that shows you the importance of having a process that's again repeatable and scalable um, to take your talent to the next level. Yeah, and I guess it kind of points out we're a couple of minutes away from the break, but um, I guess it also points out that um, when when you when you're at one place where it's working and then you go to another, maybe it's difficult to realize when you're making that transition whether or not that company is already doing those kind of things so you don't find out till you get there sometimes, I suppose. So, But from well, the perspective yeah. of, of people reaching out and saying, hey, can you help us over here because, you, you know, we saw what you were doing over there, that's that's obviously a good thing. Yeah, well, it's been a great thing for us. But the other thing that's that's true, of course, is, is that, you know, when you're going into a new organization, um, 
you do learn a little bit about that organization, but you're also, I think most humans, right, most folks are somewhat careful about um, wanting to sort of move the furniture too quickly, right? And so one of the things we often hear is, hey, you know, I've, I've, I've gotten over to ABC or XYZ company, and, you know, I started doing my job. We started to, um, I started to learn more about the about their company and about the people and everything else. And, you know, maybe it's a week or two weeks or maybe it's a month or sometimes it's six months before they really want to, before they feel comfortable saying, hey, uh, I know I'm the new guy or I know I'm the new gal, but uh, we could do this a heck of a lot better and uh, and I have some ideas. Yeah. Now, that makes perfect sense, too, because uh, any of us going into a new situation aren't necessarily up for just walking in the first day and say, um, glad I came to work here, but let me tell you how to do it better all of a sudden. That's right. I I can certainly appreciate that. You uh, might might not be there long enough to help. But anyway, we're about 10 seconds away from break. So when we come back, we'll pick up on these same topics and expand a little bit further and and share more information with the audience. So let's go to break, and we'll be back in uh, just a couple of minutes. Bogside Publishing. For over 38 years, this family-owned New Hampshire business has manufactured the most durable, rain-resistant, and most affordable made-in-the-USA field books for the land surveying and engineering industry. And Bogside Publishing is still doing it today. Demand Bogside field books from your supplier or go to bogsidepublishing.com for a list of exclusive Bogside dealers. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Quick Stakes is your answer to staking. Lightweight, easy to ride on, easy to use, easy to find, and won't break your back carrying them like the old-fashioned wooden stakes. Have you tried a sample? If not, get a pen and paper and write down this number, 800-438-0387, or go to quickstake.com, that's Q-U-I-K-S-T-A-K-E.com, and order your samples. Ask your surveying supply dealer for quickstakes today. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. break rich and i were talking about some of the things we covered there in the, in the first segment and and we were rich was telling me i wanted to share it with the, with the folks rich is this you had had some opportunity to talk to some of the the colleges that are teaching students and uh at, when you've attended some conferences and as we get further in the show maybe we'll talk about some of those specific uh, meetings that you've been to and 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 that kind of thing but uh, as a, as you were talking about that it it was very obvious that it's hard sometimes to have the opportunity to in, ingrain, if you will, into the teaching process the kind of concepts you're talking about because you're so focused on all the, the the technical side of things they need to do and, and everything else. So the, the the way you were talking about doing this is, I think, is a great teaching tool for the students. So just tell the audience about that. Sure. Um, so what we've seen, you know, we, we've, 
we've gone to, we've spent a fair amount of time now getting to know this industry. And uh, although I didn't come from the industry, some of my, um, some of my partners have, and some of the folks that, that work with me have, but um, one of the things that we've noticed as we've traveled around the country, we have um, now licensees, I believe, in 12 states. And so we, we get, you know, we get around, we're going to, this is probably our second year of going to, second or third year of attending um, some, of the, some of the larger conferences. And so what we've noticed and what we've heard is that there's a great deal of interest in um, more business information, more business education, and, and uh, in, to augment the technology, or I'm sorry, the technical training that most of the folks get in the industry. So we've tried to um, understand that. We've tried to build in uh, some educational concepts around how we talk to, uh, to, to companies. And in fact, um, I was in Alabama recently, well, a couple, several months ago during their conference, and we we did a uh, business education program for um, for a group of fifty or sixty of them for uh, for continuing education credit. We focused on this business operations uh, field management. How do you get better running your business, growing revenue, uh, profitability, and enterprise value, and, and also positioning your company for transition. So there's a lot of need for that. So we we continue to want to provide some of that uh, content. What we also are doing, uh, Kurt, is we're looking to the future. And so one of the things that's just obvious, I think, to all of us that have been around this industry now is that it's an aging industry, and it's very important for this industry to figure out ways to uh, make sure the next generations are, are, um, are engaged and are successful and that these companies transition to the next generation appropriately. And so one of the things that we're doing uh, and we're reaching out to schools as we speak, to, to colleges and universities that have surveying programs to allow some of these students to utilize our software platform while they're in the you know, second and third or fourth year of their program, depending on the, the length of the program, to work on uh, projects and jobs sort of hypothetically through the system and, and do some of their senior projects and, and leverage technology to do that. And we think that the benefit, of course, is several fold. We can also use this group as a as a beta testing group when we roll out new modules. You know, of course, many of these folks are on the younger end of the spectrum in the industry, and I think also we're helping them understand business along with their technical training, and in addition, getting them used to leveraging technology in the day-to-day activities of being a, a land surveying professional. And so we think that this is going to be a great opportunity. Not only, I think it's a win-win-win. I think it's a win for the universities because they get these students to be able to use technology and it, it dovetails into their programs. It's a win for, clearly for the industry because we're helping the, the next generation figure out ways to not only be better business people, but also better uh, better. Uh, leveragers of if you will of technology and then and then of course it, we think it's a win for stars because it helps these folks get used to and understanding our software platform so that when they they end up at a the private sector the public sector one two three five years from now they're going to be i think big advocates for the survey stars platform yeah it's interesting I, this is probably uh way out in left field because obviously not everybody's involved in in the training that you're talking about in the school systems but you know one of the things we have here at nsps annually is we do a student competition Mm -hmm. and those what the students do each year is a different type of project sometimes they'll 
perform a project ahead of time, and then they'll put it all together and bring their results to the competition and explain how they did it and and that kind of thing. Uh, this particular year, we're, we're going to be out in, in Vegas next month, and uh, they're going to actually do a field exercise, sort of like we did it in the very beginning, um, and then they'll bring that in and process it and, and create a, uh, a, pro, or a, a presentation. But as you were talking, I was thinking, man, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be interesting if we had the opportunity to uh, have a, a, the competition actually be the performance of a project and then going through this process, through this platform, for the students to you know, evaluate all of those things you've been talking about as part of the, of the competition. Uh, I don't know if it's doable or not, but it's, it's, it's an idea I think I'm going to throw out at the folks that, that run the student competition for maybe down the road somewhere because that that's more than just doing a you know a, a calculation type project or, or a field exercise. This is actually showing how the how you would take that project all the way through to uh, completion and 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 getting your money out of it, so to speak. Well, that's absolutely right. And, and by the way, I'll, I'll go on record here and say that we'd be happy to figure out a way to work with you guys on that. We're, we're, uh, we are, in fact, going to be at the Vegas show, and so we can talk about that offline. But I, I do think that there's, there's a huge opportunity to get students to put the, the sort of technical classroom training together with sort of real-world activities and understand that, hey, we, we spent – you know, let, let's look back through stars and let's see how long we spent on this project and, and what different categories, um, uh, you know, were, were pulled together to make up the final, the final project and see how this thing has transitioned all the way through from that initial potential proposal or quote all the way through finalizing it, getting paid, and closing it out. And, and at the end of the day, you know, you can have a great technical product, right? But if you haven't priced it correctly, you haven't proposed appropriately, and you haven't delivered on time, that great technical drawing or that great final product that you're ready to deliver to the client, you know, you're not going to be able to be in business very long because you have to connect the dots on the other uh, business sides as well. So we're, we're happy to help um, that. I think it's a, a wonderful thing that you do. And if we can be a, a small part of helping that, we certainly would uh, be happy to do it. Yeah, and and actually, the thing you just mentioned, I, I'm I'm sure you already knew this before you got into dealing with surveyors, but but uh, in our profession in particular, that's been a challenge for for all of us. I think over time, um, to actually have that background and and underlying information that helps us plan the job, helps us scope the job, helps us price the job. Um, so that it does become, uh, you know, you, you get the client what they need. You also do it in a way that that you actually end up making some money rather than underestimating or not fully realizing all the things you're going to run into. Um, and that's maybe that's true in every every business or industry. I guess it is probably, but um, it's not the kind of training historically that has been in the educational background, whether on the job education or whether it's school education within our profession. It hasn't been there as strongly as it should be, I don't think. Well, I, I think you're right, and I've, I've certainly noticed that, and we've been, you know, been talking and been trying to be a part of a part of the solution on that. And, and I would say to those folks listening, um, you know, continue to push the envelope with your, um, you know, with your 
leadership and your associations and so on to to um, continue to try to lobby the various states to um, to provide more business uh, business related topics and business related education that, that gives you credits. I just think that it's uh, it can be a grassroots effort, and I think it's so critical uh, and important. And when you look at the, you know, I spent. 15, 20 minutes talking to a group of, I think there were eight students uh, recently at the at the New York conference uh, um, in in Albany, and you know, you, you, we were talking about uh, business topics. We were talking about how they could use the software in their day to day activities with their various projects and certainly their senior projects. And and I got to tell you, I mean, they, they you could just sort of see the, the the light bulb go on with these folks, and they said, "Boy, this could I mean, this could really be helpful to us." And it's something that we just um, we haven't got as much gotten as much of as we would like. Now, I think some schools are trying to do it. I think they're trying to layer in some business some business topics, but um, but yeah, historically, Kurt, a lot of the technically trained um, industries have had this challenge where they run into a situation where, well, we're very technically trained, and, and uh, but but we're missing some key components of training around business, and therefore it's more challenging to operate a really successful business. And, and that's not to say there aren't, of course, as you know, many, many, many very, very successful land surveying and engineering companies out there. It's just the fact that it can always get better. Right, and, and of course, having been a surveyor all my life and, and being around the way our profession operates and looking at the way other professions operate or what people what people end up doing once they get that degree. I mean, when, when somebody goes to a school for surveying, it's, it's pretty sure what they're going to do for a living. It's, you know, it's, they're going to they're going to go to work somewhere and I'm guessing probably most everybody thinks at some point in time I'm going to I'm going to have a company. I think that's pretty much in everybody's the back of everybody's mind, and that's not always true in some of the other technical professions because, you know, you have a large percentage of people in engineering, for example, that that go into industry somewhere and they're not running a business. Right. Um, but and and but you have a lot who do obviously, and of course the numbers are unbelievably disparate between the number of engineers coming out of school and the number of surveyors, obviously. But every person who's going to school in surveying is that in the back of their mind that whole idea of, of running a business and doing it well and um, having your 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 business activities be as important to your clients as are your your skills at being a good a good surveyor. Um, and and sometimes that's what drives people away or keeps them, uh, quite honestly. So this all makes makes good sense to me in terms of reaching out through through our schools and and uh, finding other ways. Even training sessions like you're talking about. I know you've been going to some conferences. Maybe we talk a little bit more about that when we come back. But um, I, I've always said I've probably mentioned this to you before, and maybe even on our last show that. You know, my my sense has always been if I'm if I'm the best technically oriented professional surveyor who ever walked the face of the earth, but I can't stay in business, and I'm really not helping anybody. Uh, right, absolutely. Particularly me, right, right? and right. and certainly my clients. So this is just so critically important that we need to find more ways to to make sure it gets ingrained into our into the minds of our upcoming professionals, whether they're coming through the educational college route or in some states, obviously you can get there otherwise. So. We're about 10 seconds or five seconds away from break, so let's go do that. We'll come back and pick up on this again.
Okay, great. Thank you. Quick Stakes. Does your survey supply dealer have Quick Stakes? If not, demand that they start carrying Quick Stakes. Did you know that Quick Stakes are better for your back than your local chiropractor? Lightweight and easier to use than the old heavy wooden stake. Order a sample today and prove it to yourself. Quick Stakes, your back-friendly stake. This is Lawyer Liz. Join me each week as we discuss drones, the Internet of Things, and all the technology in between. It's Buzz Off with Lawyer Liz, Wednesdays at 2. Field Books. There is a difference, and the difference is made in the USA by family-owned and operated Bogside Publishing in New Hampshire. For over 38 years, the family business has produced the finest, most durable, rain-resistant, and most affordable field books in the land surveying and engineering industry. Demand the best from your supplier, Bogside Publishing Field Books. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with Rich Radke, and we've been talking about uh, survey stars, and, and our conversation has, has gravitated so far to this, con- this concept of reaching out and with, with the company and Rich going into our state society meetings and, and having an opportunity to uh, be part of the continuing education program in, in a lot of cases, but also reaching out to the schools. And as we were, uh, so I don't forget this later, Rich, um, uh, during the break we were talking about finding schools and getting an mm-hmm. idea of where they are. There's a pretty pretty extensive list of schools on our website. Um, and you may or may not know that NSPS is responsible to ABET, which is the Accreditation Board for Engineering and Te- Technology. Um, we're responsible for the, the schools that seek ABET accreditation and evaluating them and making sure they're hitting all the criteria. So when you look at that list, you'll see some number of those schools, probably about 30 of them now are, are uh, accredited. But that you'll see that ABET on there. So that, that's what that means is that they've gone through the process of whatever criteria ABET puts out for accreditation in you know, their particular type of program. But it, it can give you an idea just how many schools there are out there. It's, it's a lot more than I think anybody realizes. Oh, that's great. I, I we will uh, we will take a look at that. And if there's anyone listening who is who is associated with, you know, I guess two areas would be, you know, if you're if you're involved in your local association or chapter uh, or state chapter, um, certainly feel free to reach out to us. We'd be happy to um, do a webinar. We'd ha- be happy to if if you know if travel schedules align to do a face to face presentation educational presentation so certainly we think the associations have, have been great to us so far we think that they can be um, a great continue to be a great partner for survey stars and helping um, this industry just operate you know more efficiently more effectively and then if you're associated with any of the schools around the country we are certainly uh, beginning the process of, of you know, pushing, not pushing, but allowing uh, our software to be used by some of the students, which then help, you know, like we talked about before, be a bit of a beta test and, and, and help um, help them do their technical work in a more sort of business-forward, technology-forward manner. So if you're associated with any of those, certainly don't hesitate to reach out to us. And by the way, you can reach us at info 
uh, at SurveyStars or SurveyStars.com is our website, and then uh, we certainly can always be reached at our um, at our toll-free number, 866-608-6287. So don't hesitate. Reach out. Even if you just have an idea of maybe how we could be helpful to you and your organization, we're always open for uh, for discussions. I'm kind of interested in, uh, and, and I know I've obviously you and I have run across each other on a lot of different shows, um, I'm kind of I'm kind of interested in how that conversation goes. If you're at a, if you're at a show someplace and uh, surveyors are walking by, and I'm just curious, does that conversation begin by, "Hey, wow, this is pretty cool. What do you do? How can you help me run my business better?" Or how how does that how does that conversation go? Yeah, it's it's uh, well, it's interesting. As you might guess, it's it it depends. It's different. Uh, across the board in a lot of cases, but it usually starts with someone sort of uh, standing about 10 feet away from our, our booth and looking at one of our large screens, which may have a route map or a nearby map. We've, we've layered in a lot of mapping into our software uh, on a relative basis. And, you know, of course, surveying folks love maps, and so it automatically draws some attention. And, and you kind of see them standing there, and they're very hesitant to ask a question, very hesitant to come but but we usually say, hey, do you want to you want to learn a little bit more about what stars is? And they usually say, yeah, yeah, what is it? And so we give them sort of the twenty thousand foot view, as I did at the beginning of this show. You know, biz- focusing on business operations and field management. We try very quickly, Kurt, to let them know that you know, look, we don't we don't compete with you know the Carlsons of the world. You know, Carlson and, and Carlson has been a great friend to us, and uh, I think we've been a good friend to Carlson. We we know a lot of their uh, key people. And we see them, of course, all over the country. And, you know, their, their software, as an example, is focused on, you know, getting data from the field into the, uh, into the um, appropriate spot to, uh, to perform your CAD drawings or what have you and, and, and get, grab those points and, and put them together in an appropriate manner for, towards a final product. We really don't – our software doesn't really compete in that space because – we're not, you know, we're not dealing with the, the CAD part of, of, the, of the process. So, you know, if you think about it, our software does really helps you be more efficient and productive and everything up to that, that sort of area where a Carlson, as an example, software would come into play. And then, and then they're not doing anything really after that sort of final drawing where our software helps you then move it through the rest of the project all the way into – through closing and, and allows you to then go back to that information through a nearby map and know that, okay, we've been here before, we've done this job before, you know, we did a job five years ago here, let's pull that document up and look at it, let's look at the field notes from five years ago, let's take a look at how long it took us, what crew worked on it, and so on and so forth. So that's the kind of thing that um, we start to try to share with them. Is we're very, because, you know, we don't, knock on wood, we don't have a great deal of competition right now in the space where someone's doing exactly what we're doing. But we try to get them to understand that the software that we're sharing with them and, 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 and beginning to educate them on, it's really about just helping you run your business better from A to Z. And, and uh, you know, you get a lot of feedback, Kurt. You get a lot of interesting feedback. We get, we get people who will say, wow, that's, wow, wow, that's really cool. We'll have people say, you know, I've been, I've been thinking about developing a product just like this, you know, for the last 10 years, right? I mean, development is expensive and it's long and it's, and, and you have to know how to develop, right? So, 
you hear that from time to time. You hear the fact that, oh my gosh, this is uh, this is really really cool. This is exactly what I was looking for. Now, not all those people move forward all the time because again, it's it's being able to make a decision that hey, you know what, this is going to be helpful to us. We need to rip the bandaid off and 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 jump into this. You will find also, lastly, people will say, wow. Once they learn, they'll say, wow. Um, this does a lot. I don't think I need all this. And, and we usually say, hey, look, you can use the system however you choose. I mean, you don't have to use every single module. It's a, you know, I like to say it's an all-you-can-eat buffet. We give you everything that, you know, a company running 100 field crews across five states would need, and you can choose what you would like to use. We'll train you on all parts of the system, but you don't have to use all parts of the system. And then, and then lastly, we'll get the folks who will say, you know, I know that this could help me dramatically. I know this could make us much more efficient, much more productive. But, um, you know, we just, we just, we're not into change. We can't change. We have a process we've been running for 20 years and it works for us and we just can't change. We know we should, but we just can't. So that, that means the the next generation perhaps does, but I get that. I mean, you know, having been in business as long as I was, I, I certainly understand that process. Uh, one question, when you were talking, I picked up something that I want to ask a question about, That and that was about you were talking about this is the way we do things and this is what we did here or there. Is part of the process that you have a way to sort of capture information from from previous work that goes in where you could go back and look at that that was similar to what you're doing now, or, or is that part of the process? The reason I ask that is it's always tough to do that. To, to You're not going to keep in your mind all the hundreds and thousands of jobs you've done over time that, that might lend some assistance to the current one. So is that part of it, or was I just yeah. misunderstood? No, no, you're, a, you're absolutely right. So, I mean, one of the biggest benefits that you see once you once you get on STARS is that Every single job you do or every single project you do uh, once you are up and running on STARS is being – you're basically building a digital filing cabinet. You're basically building a digital um, footprint, a digital thumbprint on everything that you do going forward. So if you get on STARS today and you do a job tomorrow or you start a project tomorrow – and then five years from now, you're, you also you get asked to quote a project that's, you know, the, the next commercial lot over, right, from the one you did. You, you, can, you will immediately know that you've been there before because it will be notated in there will be a nearby map showing you that you completed a job uh, nearby five years ago. If you pulled up maybe a subdivision, if it was residential, you'd see that you had done multiple jobs in that subdivision before. You, you'll be able you'll be able to click right on that job on that nearby map, um, Kurt, and be able to get directly into that job you did five years ago and be able to see everything associated with that job, meaning everything from when you started that job, how long it took you, what field crew worked on it, what the field notes look like, what the final product looked like, what, what you charged on that. Um, if you have any, had any questions, if there was any back and forth with the client, who the client was, you know, what did you quote it at? What did you do it at? All of that information, because STARS is a relational database. So all of that information that you worked so hard on five years ago that in that second job that you were on STARS, 
you're now able to leverage that information and help you quote this new job better, help you do a better job in, in efficiently finishing that job, understanding control points out in the field that you can't find but you found five years ago on a, on a lot nearby. So all of those things, what we do, um, what we do, Kurt, and it's really exciting, is that we take that that surveyors feeling like when they get to a, a property and they kind of look around and they're like, hmm, boy, we, I know we've been here before. I know we've done some projects in this area, you know, that sort of gut feel. And, you know, I know they can look it up in their, you know, their whatever, their field books, and they can look at the uh, a map and they can pull a plat and they can do some of these things or they can pull a subdivision map or whatever it may be. What we do is we take that process and we just make it razor sharp, leveraging technology, and we deliver that because it's a relational database, you're getting that information delivered with one click. One click here, one click here, and you know exactly what you did. So clearly you can see how that could be critically important for you to, to do a better job on that next job five years from now that you're going to do next door. Right. Not only a better job of performing the work, but a better job of figuring out what the appropriate cost should be to do the work. Bingo. Uh, and, because you're not going in there blind, you know, thinking, well, what am I going to? Because it's it's almost impossible to to capture all the information one needs, and some people are better at it than others. But uh, you know, it's not just oh, that's five acres; it's going to cost four dollars. I mean, it's like it's it's not like buying loaves of bread. So uh, something like that obviously is of of very much importance, and and the hard part becomes and and this is something nobody will ever probably capture would be how would i go back and put all the work i'd ever done into a system but that would be so time consuming that nobody would ever get it done in a lifetime so you got to start someplace though so well in here here's what i would tell you on that and we by the way that we're question. 30 seconds from break so we'll we'll have to okay. break in the middle i'm sure but yeah let's well, let's pick up that that's an important topic because we get we get that a lot from people that comes up almost in every single discussion that we have so I will, I will kind of walk you through how our current users um, leverage their older records and, and okay. talk to you a little bit about how that works within STARS because, as you we mentioned, need, the We need to go to break, so we'll, we'll be right yep. back. Yep. Okay, good. Quick stakes. Does your survey supply dealer have quick stakes? If not, demand that they start carrying quick stakes. Did you know that quick stakes are better for your back than your local chiropractor? lightweight and easier to use than the old heavy wooden stake. Order a sample today and prove it to yourself. Quick Stakes, your back-friendly stake. This is Dr. George. Join me Wednesday mornings for Medicine on Call and participate in a lively conversation. Learn what's happening behind the headlines in medicine. Understand Obamacare and learn how to protect yourself and navigate the system. Bogside Publishing. For over 38 years, this family-owned New Hampshire business has manufactured the most durable, rain-resistant, and most affordable made-in-the-USA field books for the land surveying and engineering industry. And Bogside Publishing is still doing it today. Demand Bogside field books from your supplier or go to bogsidepublishing.com for a list of exclusive Bogside dealers. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. We're back with Rich Radke for our final session for to, our segment for today, and 
thank you so much for being with me again, Rich. And before we went to the break, um, I had brought up that idea of of how do you leverage, so to speak, previous work, and and that's such a hard thing to do, and and kind of the idea of well, can can that be done somehow by the system that we have? Even you know, here's starting day, we can go ahead, but can we go back? Right, and and I think it's a great a great question, and and again, thank you for um, allowing me to share some some of what we've heard and and some of the things that we think are important to the industry that we're helping to hopefully be a solution set for with SurveyStar. So thanks for having me on again. I, I've enjoyed it. And, you know, I think this last couple of topics are, are, are important. And we, we, we get asked this a lot. I mean, and one of the things I would say first and foremost is, you know, everyone is always worried about and always thinking about the, the work that they've done previously. So clearly it's an important thing within the industry. A lot of people – take a great deal of pride in telling me, hey, Rich, you know, we've got, we've got um, a thousand, we've got a thousand square feet of file cabinets that go all the way to the ceiling, right? I mean, I've heard that uh, a thousand times. And, 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 you know, there is a lot of pride in all the, old, all the work that uh, the industry has done and, and the folks within the industry have done on property and from, you know, century ago. And, and all that is, is I think, Really, really important because that's the beauty of this industry. It's a very, uh, it's a very. Um, there's a great deal of history to the industry, and and there's a great deal of pride in that. And, and uh, I, I feel that when I'm out talking to, to companies. And here's so here's how I I would I would address that. First and foremost, I would say to someone, and you know, look, we're pretty we're pretty direct. I mean, we're, we we know that uh, there's some challenges that these companies have to face, and we want to make sure that we don't. We don't dance around the issues. So what I say to them fairly directly is I'll say um, every day that you're not on STARS is another day you're not on STARS. Is another job you do that you cannot get back to that information easily, quickly, and efficiently. So, I, and in fact, we were talking to a group in, in New York, and, and they were saying, and, and a great, great company, great group of guys, were, uh, were t- talking to us about stars and, and, you know, it was sort of the end of the second day, I think. And, and they came and, you know, I said that to them. I said, well, they said, well, what about all of our old stuff? Because we have a lot of old jobs. And I said, look, we'll talk about that. But remember that if you wait a year or you wait two years or you wait three weeks or you wait five months, every job you do is not on stars. And therefore that becomes part of the, problem not part of the solution and they came back the next morning and said you know what you said about that really got us thinking that you're absolutely right every day we sit and think about this is more jobs that we're doing that we are going to have to go back to in in a very uh sort of uh quote-unquote old-fashioned manner and not be able to leverage technology to get back to it efficiently. So so that's first and foremost. Every day you're not on STARS is another day you're not on STARS, depending on what kind of business you do, how many jobs you do, whatever, that becomes a challenge. Now, handling, so once you're on STARS, again, Kurt, every job you do, you can get back to all the detail, one click, you can, you know, there's 50 variables you can search by. So it's a very, very easy, again, because the big, web-based database structure that you have that you can get back to your your data and your documents with with one click activity now a lot of companies we we've we've partnered with and brought on 
to the Stars platform have, you know, 1,000 old jobs, 2,000 old jobs, 150,000 old jobs. And some of those are in paper files. Uh, some of those are in files maybe digitally on the server or what have you. So the way that our clients use STARS from that standpoint is most of them will provide to us in the onboarding process a spreadsheet, okay, just as simple as an Excel spreadsheet with, you know, say four main columns, property, address, type of work, client, that kind of information. And, in fact, in the fourth column, they can put pretty much any bit of information they would like about that job. They put that into a spreadsheet. Now, some of them already have a spreadsheet. Some of them have maybe part of a spreadsheet. Or some of them don't have a spreadsheet, but then they begin to work on a spreadsheet, maybe pulling an intern in just to create, go through their paper files and just create that spreadsheet. Once you create that spreadsheet, um, and this does not have to start – this does not have to preclude you from coming on board, but you can do it along the way. We then pull that spreadsheet into STARS, and we build what we call a history table. That history table then is, is we, what we do is we geocode and drop on the, the, the nearby map every single job you've ever done. When you go to the nearby map and you click on that pin that shows a job that you did 20 years ago, what will come up is a bubble that will – that will present all the information from that job that basically is pulling from that history table or that quasi-spreadsheet that you, you put together. So what happens is you, have, you might have one, two, three, five, not, well, four, five, six, seven, eight different variables about that old job. A lot of people will put in the notes section, uh, you know, this job is in file drawer 21-2, Okay. So what happens then is you get to the nearby map in the research process and you say, you know, we've done two jobs in this area before. Let's take a look at both of those. Okay, one job we did while we were on STARS two years ago. The other job we did before we were on STARS 25 years ago. Well, the researcher, if you will, could go to one, one could go to the digital file of the STARS. That's easy. It's one click and so on. You could also go back to the physical file that you did 25 years ago, pull that out and say, you know what, there's... 15 documents in here. These three documents, though, could be very helpful to us for this new job, whether it's a plat, whether it's a drawing, maybe it's a, maybe it's a copy of the field notes. Then what they would do is they would take those paper files, they would upload, they would scan and upload those three documents into the system, into that new job in a category called, you know, sort of additional information or uh you know, additional, uh, additional, yeah, just basically additional information. So now what you've done effectively is you've brought in documents from 25 years ago, but not all of them, but the key documents that are going to be helpful to you to get this new job done. You've, you've scanned them in, and you've gone, started to go through a cleansing process of your records by pulling in the information that's pertinent to help you do the next job more efficiently, more productively. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. It sure does. So um, I was just going to say, well, I'm gonna, go ahead. I was just going to say to your point before. You know, can you pull all those documents in across the board for you know twenty five, thirty, forty, fifty years of documents? Yeah, in theory, you could do that. It's just labor and time. And, and like you said earlier, I think very astutely is most people don't. There's not a value in doing all of that, but rather doing it 
where it's pertinent to the new work that you're doing and it's valuable that you can leverage off of those two or three or five documents on this new job. Right. While we have time, where where are you going to be? Which what, you have conferences lined up in eighteen. I know you've been to some fairly recent. Well, New York, I'm sure, was just recently. Yes, we've. Uh, so we'll be in. In, in, in fact, we're in Pennsylvania right now. We have folks uh, in exhibiting in the Pennsylvania conference today as we speak. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this week. We were in New York uh, last week at the New York conference. Had a great time there. We had a great, great number of conversations, and I think we'll probably have, uh, you know, several handfuls of very good, uh, good new clients that come out of the New York conference. We were previously in October of last year at the end of 17, October, November, we were in Alabama, had a great conference there um some new clients from alabama we had uh, we were in texas and had a uh, again a, a, a handful or more of, of new clients that came very quickly out of texas great great uh big conference in texas and then we're going to be in uh new jersey uh after pennsylvania which is in about a week <clears throat> and a half and that's in atlantic city we'll have exhibiting we'll be exhibiting there and meeting with companies there and then in fact we'll also be uh, as I mentioned before, we'll be in Las Vegas uh, with the Western Region Conference the week or so after that. And I think in between, we're going to be in Illinois at the Illinois Conference, uh, which is our second year, I think, at Illinois. And we've had some really good uh, conversations and, and so on with folks in Illinois. So those are the ones I know that are coming up most, um, you know, I guess quickly in the next six to eight weeks. Well, interestingly, um, I, I saw you in Texas last year, and I'm going to be in New Jersey for a, a day, basically. I'm going to go over and install officers for them. And then, of course, the Vegas thing is, so we're doing our student competition just ahead of that um, okay. this year. And then we're the NSPS business meetings will also be kind of, we have a little bit of overlap with the end of our business meetings and the beginning of their conference. Uh, so we'll we'll have people on site while we're out there as well. So maybe we'll run into okay, while we're at one of those two places yeah. and get a chance to Absolutely. have a conversation with some of some of our leadership even for that matter. And, oh that'd be uh, that yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, so, it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a busy uh first and second quarter of the year as it relates to conferences. And you know what we found, Kurt, is that it's a great way to to just start to have the conversation. But what we typically will do is we, we end up following up with several uh, either public webinars or private webinars where we sort of walk through the key macro features uh, of STARS and then begin to understand how it would fit in for a given business. So, you know, we're happy to do that. You don't have to wait for us to be at a conference. Obviously, you can call us and we can chat about, tell, learn a little bit about your process, a little bit about how you operate your business. And, you know, we're very um, – Again, we're very direct, very straightforward about the fact that, um, you know, in, in certain cases, stars may not be a fit. You know, it's um, it's rare that it won't help a company get a lot better. But we're, you know, we're we're also open to telling someone, hey, you know, based on what you're doing, you know, you should keep doing it. Your your everything seems to be working really well, and you're very efficient and productive. Uh, the last thing I would mention on that is is we see, you know, a lot of people will say, well. Um, you know, we're, we don't know if we can make a change now. You know, it's just hard to make a change, and change is difficult. We understand that. 
Um, we, we would also say that um, the clients that we have, interestingly enough, uh, most of them would tell you that they kick themselves for not moving forward quicker. And the reason they say that mostly is because of what I said before. Every job you do today in which you're not on a platform like STARS, and, hey, if you find another system, a platform that has similar features and benefits and structure as STARS, then then that would be fine for you as well. It's not necessarily just about STARS, but it's a software platform that you're allowing you to leverage technology for your business operations field management. The fact is most people will kick themselves for not doing it sooner because it, um, you know, every job that you don't do, that's do on is not on, right? And you're going to have to that's figure a good out a way to That's go a good to thing to leave people with. We're right at the end of the show. So thanks for being with me again today, and we'll, we'll be talking again sometime soon. Absolutely. Thank you. Enjoyed it, and I will see you, Kurt, probably in the next week or so. Yep, sure will. Thanks so much. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Bye now. Bye-bye. Bogside Publishing. For over 38 years, this family-owned New Hampshire business has manufactured the most durable, rain-resistant, and most affordable made-in-the-USA field books for the land surveying and engineering industry. And Bogside Publishing is still doing it today. Demand Bogside Field Books from your supplier or go to bogsidepublishing.com for a list of exclusive Bogside dealers. Quick Stakes is your answer to staking. Lightweight, easy to ride on, easy to use, easy to find, and won't break your back carrying them like the old-fashioned wooden stakes. Have you tried a sample? If not, get a pen and paper and write down this number. 800-438-0387 or go to quickstake.com that's Q-U-I-K-S-T-A-K-E dot com and order your samples. Ask your surveying supply dealer for quickstakes today. Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like. Quick Stakes, that's Q-U-I-K Stakes, are not just for surveyors. They are great for family and community gardens. Go online to www.quickstake.com or contact your local land surveying supply dealer and get you a box of Quick Stakes. You'll love them every year when you plant your garden. Again, that's Quick Stakes, Q-U-I-K Stakes, the truly preferred way to stake and identify what's in your garden now. Whether cruising the Strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. It's that time of year again. If you suffer from itchy eyes, sneezing, a constant runny nose, sinus headaches, or an increase in asthma symptoms, and you're tired of using allergy medicine, maybe it's time to stop putting a Band-Aid on the problem. Peachtree ENT Center believes in treating the problem instead of masking the symptom. We are pleased to offer an innovative alternative that can free you from this routine. Sublingual immunotherapy is a safe, easy, and effective way to treat allergies to food and environmental allergens for you and your family. Imagine placing drops under your tongue to treat allergies. No shots, no office visits with time off from work, and freedom from needing daily allergy medication. 
Just think, next year, you can actually enjoy being outdoors. About an hour of your time is all it takes to change the quality of your life. Remember, Peace Street ENT Center is where patient care counts. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome. You're listening to America's Web.